0: Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week we have the incredible privilege with Parashas Truma. And Truma initiates the series of parashals which are devoted to the creation and fabrication of the Mishkan, the tabernacle, the temporary structure we used in the Midbar, in the desert for 40 years, that served as the central hub for religious service, as well as the creation and fabrication of the Big day kuna, the Kohanic vestments. And so in this week's parashal, excitingly enough, the Torah gives us all of the instructions and all of the dimensions for the various kalim, the various utensils. And the Torah says this is in Parak chaf Yud, Chapter Twenty Five, Verse Ten. aron You shall make an aron, an ark. I think you know we all agree that whereas each and every utensil in the Beit excuse me, in the Mishkan, was so beautiful and was so unique, the aron, the ark was really the quintessential cleat, was the quintessential utensil. It was the what is the cleat that housed, that contained the luchos, the tablets from the kruvin, the two cherub-like figures perched on top. The divine voice would emanate forward towards Moshe Rabbeinu. And so the Torah says, you shall make an aron out of acacia wood. Now the truth is we know that in fact the aron was really made of three boxes. There was an outer gold box, an inner wood box, and then a third smaller gold box inside. And the Torah says, what are the dimensions? Of the aron, amasayim v'chitzi arko, two and a half amos in length, va'amav chitzi rachbo one-and-a-half amos in width and one-and-a-half amos in height. Now the truth is, to be honest, well, a lot of times when we see these types of measurements and dimensions, we kind of tune out a little bit. Number one, because sometimes it's hard to exactly understand what. how does the amos translate, what does it actually mean, but also because most of us are not that detail-oriented with these kind of things. But Lubavitcher Rebbe Zeche Tzadik Levracha makes an amazing observation, and he says, if you notice, All of the measurements of the arc are partial measurements, right? It's two and a half amos in length, one and a half amos in width, and one and a half amos in height. Everything is one and a half, one and a half, two and a half why incomplete measurements so in other words remember how Baruch was constructing this he could construct it any way he wants in other utensils you may have one of the dimensions that's a partial measurement but very often you'll have complete measurements as well yet here by the ark again arko, two and a half amos in length one and a half amos in width and one and a half amos in height why the half amos by each dimension, and the Rebbe says something so beautiful. He says, "I want to quote to you." Midos ha'aron hayakulan chatsuyos. All of the dimensions of the Ark were partial dimensions, partial measurements. aron romis la tora, Torah lifa ba'adam es sheviras harigilus v'hamidos araos shalom. The Rebbe says because in these dimensions is embedded the very secret to spiritual success. You see, the Rebbe makes an amazing observation. He says. When you have a complete measurement, let's say again, it's two amos. So two amos is a complete contiguous measurement. He says complete contiguous measurements represent regilos, represent habits. Habits represent a certain continuity in behavior. Partial measurements, let's say a half an amo represents ultimately a breaking of the continuum or a breaking of the habits. And here the Rebbe says something so beautiful: spiritual success is fundamentally dependent on, rooted in, and tethered to the ability to break habits. He says, "As shviras haragilos vhamidos haroshalo, spiritual success is fundamentally dependent on shviras haragilos." Can you go ahead and break the habit? Can you break the continuity? Can you break the regularity? And the reason why this is incredible is as follows. Habits can be very profound and very positive. A perfect example, we daven three times a day. We daven three times a day, and if you think about it, although the goal, of course, is to be able to have kavona, to be have, really have concentration and intentionality when we daven each and every time, the truth is most of us don't. Most of us really don't, right? I'm happy if I have Kavana one time. Day, I get Kavana in shachris, It's a great day. Or maybe a Kavana, a Mincha, fantastic. Or a Chapa Meirev that, that lifts me up, great. Do I have Kavana regularly three times a day? Not me. I'm sure all of you do, but not me. I, I, I don't. I find it difficult. See, so you ask yourself, so what's the point of davening three times a day if you don't have Kavana in every single tefillah? It's very simple. It's habit forming. I'm forming a positive habit. What habit am I forming? The habit of speaking to God. Sometimes I pay attention when I'm speaking to God, sometimes I don't pay attention when I'm speaking to God, but I'm forming a positive habit. So much of successful living is by creating positive habits, daily habits that I do day in and day out. I feel like it, I don't feel like it, I'm into it, I'm inspired, I'm not. This is my habit. This is what I do. It's the same thing. A person goes in and is Kovei Itlum Torah. A person sets aside time to learn. There are days I come to share, I have to give the share bar Hashem, so it's easier for me. But I can imagine sometimes a person shows up, they sit and share. Sometimes it's like in one ear, out the other. Or maybe the material or whatever it is that we're covering is so uninteresting and you wonder to yourself, for this I gave up sleep, for this I gave up time with my family, for this I gave up an hour at the office. But I show up every day. That's what it means to be Kovei itlum Torah. I show up every single day i'm creating a positive habit what habit i learned torah i learned torah some days i'm into it some days i'm not as into it some days i'm inspired sometimes some days it's a little flat i'm creating a habit i dive in three times a day i create a positive habit i learn every day i create a positive habit but sometimes habits are destructive and sometimes there are negative habits negative behaviors that have become so habitually ingrained that they're part of who and what I am. And it's those habits that hold me back. It's those behaviors that hold me back and these habits, this what the Rebbe calls regilos, this continuous behavior, it could be in the form of a negative character trait. It could be in the form of literally like a negative activity that I engage in all too often or it could be the habit, the regilos of associating just with the wrong kind of people who may be good people deep down but they're not going to help me advance my life agenda. Says the Rebbe, what do you have to do when you have a negative habit? You break it. You break it. You stop it. Now the truth is it's easier said than done. Breaking a habit. Breaking a habit is an incredibly different thing. Sometimes I'm addicted to my habits. Like the smoker is addicted to the nicotine. Like the alcoholic is addicted to the alcohol. Sometimes I'm just addicted to things. And anytime you need to, anytime you're addicted to a habit and you need to break the habit, it can be a Herculean, overwhelming task. But lest you think that it's not possible, says the Lubavitcher the Torah purposely says the Aron, which is the quintessential utensil, which represents the holiness of the individual, is all in partial measurements: two and a half, one and a half, one and a half, 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 half. half. Why? Because the half represents only a piece of the whole. A half represents a broken part. The Amah is a whole. The half ama is a half of the whole. I've bro- taken something and I've broken it. Representing our ability to take a habit and to break it. To take a behavior and to break it. To take an addiction and to break it. The secret to successful living, says the Lubavitch Rebbe, is the ability to figure out which habits I should create because are necessary for a successful living and which habits I should break because they're derailing my life. They're derailing me from becoming the best version of myself. There are habits to make and there are habits to to break and the half amma symbolizes our ability to do so. So we should be Zolcha. On this Shabbos, the Parash is we read about the creation of the Mishkan. And when we read about the construction of the physical Mishkan, we're reminded, Bilvavi Mishkan Evna, that we each have the ability to build our personalistic Mishkan as well. But to build that Mishkan, you have to create habits that are going to advance your life agenda, and you have to find the courage to break the habits that are holding me back. Wishing everyone a good and Erev Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.